What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast, bringing you yet another episode of Project 2030. So for those that don't know, and you probably should know if you listen to any episode of this podcast, but for those that don't know, Project 2030, um, what we're trying to create, what we're trying to do is we're trying to be the very first uh, brand that really creates a roadmap um, educationally and, and tactically from a career mapping perspective around how do you go from, you know, an HR generalist of five to seven years to inevitably becoming ahead of people? How do you go from an individual practitioner within the world of people operations to becoming uh, a strategic head of people and an executive? How do you, how do you learn a lot of the intricacies around strategic employee experience, whether that's change management, whether that's what we're going to talk about today, which is how neuroscience plays a factor in leadership, whether that's career mapping, uh, whether that is figuring out how to put together, um, you know, profiles and plans for the organization strategically, whether that looks like figuring out how you can get executive buy-in, you know, figuring out how you can understand, um, you know, all the aspects of the organization. And so there's a lot of strategic educational elements that you need to know to become ahead of people. And then there's also the career mapping opportunities as well. Like there is not... There is not a plan that I know of where you go from A to Z, right? Like there just is not a clear plan. So many folks that are heads of people have taken so many different obscure routes and routes to be able to get to becoming ahead of people. And, and, and what I want to do is I want to create more of a system, a process, a step-by-step of what you need to do behind the scenes, what you need to do from a professional branding and networking perspective, what you need to do day to day and what you need to be coached up on to inevitably become a head of people. Uh, so what I'm going to talk about today, guys. I'm going to talk about neuroscience and the role that plays within the world of employee experience. From my point of view and from all those that are involved in the E1B2 Collective, we are big fans of psychology. We are big fans of, uh, of neuroscience. And, and what we're big fans of is, is we're, we're really excited about um, just understanding more about the brain and how that shows up in the workplace. Um, last time I checked, every single human being you're working with has a brain, uh, I hope. Um, that's how they're executing day-to-day tasks. And so for me, it's super vital to unpack and understand uh, their brain, understand and unpack certain aspects of that. So I'm just going to touch on a few that every single head of people should know how to talk about, how to execute against, how to strategize against, and just what information they really should be privy to if they are going to be ahead of people. So for me, the first thing, uh, when it comes to neuroscience is, you know, involving employees in decision making. Our brain genuinely prefers control over the situation, guys. Allowing people to become a part of the decision making process increases the chance of accept uh, of acceptance within the brain. It really releases uh, a positive state within the mind that opens and expands opportunity. It opens and expands the ability to dive deep into rabbit holes. It opens and expands the motivation triggers within the body which increases your energy. Literally, you feel more energized. It opens and expands so many other aspects of the brain, which is connected to your energy. You know, we really have to let employees um, define what they want to be involved in, how they want to go about potentially um, adding and contributing to a decision. And we need to understand that at context and at scale, there are certain employees that just want to come in and do their job and get out. And then there's certain employees that really, 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 really want to jump into the organization and have something to do with decision making. Now, 
you know, why is this important? How does it show up tactically and strategically when you are ahead of people? Here's how it shows up. And I talk about this a lot and I talk about this. Yeah, a lot. Like I like this is something I've been experiencing myself. Practical example. What I'm doing with Beyond Brand is the following. I believe it is a really good idea to update incoming talent around the operational realities within the company. That's just the gist of it, right? And so for me, if you know you're an organization right now that is made up of seven leaders at the top that are not great at taking inbound of new ideas or not great at executing decision-making capabilities across the organization, meaning they're taking information that is allowing them to make decisions out of their head and there are systems and processes in place to dispute, uh, the, distribute that information across teams. If you know that is not a reality right now as a head of people, though you know you want it to be, but you know it's not right now, why this is important to know when it comes to neuroscience is when you're going through the application process of hiring to a company and you're sitting in front of a head of people, that head of people, those that I'm talking to right now, should understand the following. If you are hiring a person and you don't ask this question, how do you like to make decisions or how do you like to be involved in decisions or based off of how you are right now at in the stage of your career at 29, do you want to be heavily involved in ideation, in decision-making, in strategy, or are you just looking to come in and do a job and get out? Either one is fine. There's different roles and different opportunities here. I just want to make sure we put you in the best spot. By saying that, what you're doing is you're saving a lot of potential nightmares from a neuroscience perspective. Because if you're hiring me, who wants to be involved in ideation, who wants to be involved in strategy, who wants to be involved in every single piece of the decision, and you know the executive team right now, not in the future, but right now, it's not designed to appreciate someone like that. What do you think is going to happen to my brain if I were to get hired? What do you think is going to happen to my brain when I go to bring up new ideas and I get shut down? When I'm realizing there's no opportunities for me to bring up those ideas and I get shut down? When I realize there's no bandwidth, no systems, no processes in place? What do you think is going to happen to me and my brain, my motivation, my mental health, my mental health, my perspective? my productivity. So as a head of people, these are things that we need to know about science, about the brain, about the mind, about psychology, because they show up in real time and they definitely hit the bottom line. So that's one thing. What's another thing, guys? I think another thing that we need to really think about and understand is like communication. Like this is probably the, the most simple one, but yet this is something that I still see so many companies miss the mark on. As a head of people, you need to understand how individuals appreciate communication at a very simple level. The brain has a threat response and it has a reward response. Reward responses creates more opportunity for the brain. The brain gets excited. The brain, the brain expands. It has the ability to comprehend and break down more different pieces of information. The brain becomes more productive. It gets stronger when it feels good. You know what makes the brain feel good? When someone is communicated in a way that is most ideal to the way they like to be communicated. For me, I like direct down the middle of the pipe. I don't care if you scream it at me or if you whisper it at me. Just be real and direct and clear. And also for me, when it comes to communication, I need you to understand and react to my context of having ADD, react to my context of communication delivery style and format. 
If you can do that for me, if you can be very direct, and if you can, you know, tell me what you mean via your words and not necessarily within the written format, if you can just bend a little bit to that, what's going to happen to my brain is I'm going to feel heard, I'm going to feel recognized, I'm going to feel secure, and I'm going to be able to understand you, I'm going to feel safe. My brain's going to give me every shot possible to be able to give you back a really good response, and we're going to be able to move forward and be good. Now, if you work with me and you don't do it that way, you write over big, bulky emails, you're very submissive, I mean, yes, yeah, passive, or maybe you're, you're, you're beating around the bush, or maybe you're being two-faced, or I don't know, maybe, or maybe you're not being as direct. Again, these are things that won't make my brain feel good. I won't be in a good place. And there are so many examples of like that with all these employees out there. So again, guys, if you are ahead of people or a future ahead of people listening to this, what I recommend is you need to understand that the, a threat response versus a, a, a reward response, how that shows up and affects individuals' productivity in the bottom line, and what leaders need to do and learn how to do from a communication standpoint. So it's a two-pronged approach. The first is you need to know every single employee and their desired communication style. The second is once you take that data, you need to go sit with your leadership team and say, hey, Sally appreciates this type of communication style when you need to give her feedback. Sally appreciates this type of communication style when you guys are brainstorming a new idea. Sally deserves and likes and appreciates this communication style when decisions are made, when change is happening. And you guys need to to do that. It's not a nice to have. It's not a maybe. It's not a but. It's a must. Because what we believe in at this company is we're going to contextually react to every single employee. And that's what she wants. And that's how she works best. And so if you guys saw the conviction and the clarity that I spit that out as a former head of people and as someone that's an entrepreneur in this space, it's the same type of energy and confidence I need you to have. Now, the only way you get that energy, the only way you have that confidence is if you understand certain elements that are connected to this. The high level and, and the strategic aspects and how it shows up in reality. So hopefully I shared you guys, uh, share with you guys a little bit of information about um, Project 2030 and what I hope that you all have as heads of people. And uh, hope you guys learned a little something about neuroscience today. Thanks a lot.